0: Podcast Church Solutions Church Podcast. Solutions
1: Podcast. Forgot the name. Here. I
0: forgot what we are doing here. Uh, my name is Phil Thompson. Hi, and I'm Steve Lacey. And we are so glad you are with us today to the Church Solutions Podcast. And uh, we hope that you'll take a moment to check us out on iTunes. Uh, just look for Church Solutions Podcast, and you can review us. You can uh, give us a rating, rating yes, and uh, let us know. <clears throat> we're also available. Uh, on YouTube, if you look for Streaming Church TV on YouTube, uh, we've got our 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 podcast. The audio only is on YouTube. Although one of these days we need to go back, probably and shoot video at the same time. So huh, we should yeah. do that, yeah, people, because people want to see what we look like. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Uh, <clears throat> where else? We're on New Media Ministries TV, uh, and um, yeah, so that's a good. That's a good place to find us. So Steve Lacey is our founder, our CEO of JSL Solutions. We uh, provide, what do we provide for churches?
1: We provide our uh, primary product is StreamingChurch.tv, which provides uh, online streaming for churches. We create a web campus for churches online. And we also provide Church App Live, which is a mobile app, and MyFluck.com, which is a church management system and a content management system.
0: We do this because we have a real heart for churches. We are both involved in uh, churches. In fact, uh, really our whole team is involved in in their churches. Stephen is in leadership at his church. I am uh, in my, my church and uh, we we just have a real vision and heart to help churches use technology to to reach people and to grow. Yeah. And that's what we do. And so a lot of times we'll talk about tech related things. Sometimes we'll talk about leadership stuff. Sometimes we'll talk about you know, what we had for dinner, you know, but, <laughs> no, uh, no, we don't do that.
1: But, not too much. Always ministry related, but not always tech related. Exactly. Though.
0: So, uh, this is kind of a, a little bit of a, in some ways tech related because it involves your computer. Today we're going to talk about,
1: we're talking about six ways to use Facebook to get new people to your church,
0: six ways to use Facebook to get new people to your church. Now, uh, social media, we don't have to tell you is, is a huge deal and it can be overwhelming. Uh, especially if you're involved, uh, either as a pastor or uh, maybe you're a volunteer at your church, and you got a lot, th- a lot of things going on that you're doing at your church or your family and everything else mixed in. So then you got to look at social media. But if you, if you, if you really do it right, and maybe choose one or two social media uh, platforms. Uh, you don't have to get overwhelmed with it, and uh Facebook is what we're talking about today and Facebook recently surpassed one point two three billion monthly active users, one point two three billion with a b and they have nine hundred and forty five million mobile users, according to these stats, and they have seven hundred and fifty seven million daily users so there there are people on facebook i mean it's not just young people anymore. It's your grandparents, it's teachers, it's everybody on there. And so uh, those those are some pretty in, uh, impressive milestones. Uh, Facebook also, of course, as while it started with social, now they have, they've figured out a way to make money on it. And uh, they are, uh, you know, you, you can buy ads on Facebook, you can promote your post, you can uh, boost or boast or I guess boost is the word. <laughs> whatever you're doing, All right. so there's a lot of things you can use for Facebook. It, it really has become pretty dominant.
1: All right. So we're not going to talk about the advertising route here not, today.
0: No, not today. I don't
1: think we're just going to no. talk about the free route, right?
0: Right. But you do need to. You do need to to know that there is some things you could possibly do. Uh, but again, I you know it's it, it is a challenge when you're talking about the advertising route. Uh, and so you have to do some research, and one of these days we 'll bring in um, we 'll bring in Mike or somebody to talk a little bit more about that stuff so let 's talk about first of all uh, how how can we use it? how can we make this work to grow our churches to reach new people so uh, there are here are some basics: uh, the first one being the first one is actually use it
1: post frequently
0: post frequently so uh, this is something that uh, you've got to do it if you're going to start doing social media uh, for your church, for your ministry, even for your business, for that matter. Is is you've got to have an active page. Uh, and so, if you're not posting pictures, uh, if you're not posting status updates, if you're not really sharing information, uh, your your page is going to be stagnant and stagnant. It's going to be stale. It's going to be yeah. you know.
1: It's kind of a death knell when someone goes to your page and say, "Oh, the last post was from, you know, last summer or this past Christmas or, right. you know, yeah. same is true for your website as well." Yeah. Definitely want to avoid that mistake on your church website, but you want to post frequently to Facebook to keep it fresh and and vibrant.
0: So, uh, you know, what here's what I do with our pages, um I I have to schedule them. I mean, I just I have a little to-do list every day, and so I will look at that uh, I know you don't believe me, but I, I will look at that, <laughs> and and uh, I will I will find things like with streamingchurch.tv. We have a Facebook page. Just go to facebook.com/slash streamingchurch.tv. We also, we have one for Church App Live too. All right. And we have one we have other deals as well. What else we got? But we have Twitter
1: accounts. Twitter and
0: accounts and LinkedIn accounts and all that. And we're not going to talk about all those today, but but again, I have to schedule it. And that would be my tip to you would be to schedule it. Uh and and that way, you know, you just do it and you you get it done. Um, I'm not sure on our notes here if we really talk about where to get some resources for that.
1: Right. Because you you have access to some resources. I don't think we were going to talk about it, but we can interject them here.
0: I'm sure people are thinking, okay, well, what do I post? So uh, one of the things I have found out over the years is that if you post an image, it really seems to get more attention. And so, uh, you know, maybe images that would be, and it doesn't have to be necessarily of your church, in fact, it may not be a good idea to post images of your church, depending on what's going on. If it's something like a baptism or something that's maybe uh, you know pretty active and pretty dynamic, yes. But just posting pictures of your parking lot or or, or your—I mean, maybe if the, if it's a good picture of your band or a good picture yeah. of your choir, you know, a quality one, yes. Uh, and I'm not saying you can't post pictures of the pastor or the pastor's wife or something like that, but I, I would I would also mix in something that would be related to maybe what you're doing, right? right yeah.
1: So uh, some activity going on, or
0: yeah, something that's related, and and then the other thing that really honestly gets a lot of traction are uh, funny videos or funny pictures. Uh, and so there are some things you're going to have to do a little research, but if you do some research and bookmark some of these different places, you can find uh, funny church signs, you know, that people that have somebody's got a website just, out
1: there. Yeah, think creatively at your church, something that's going on and how you can create a funny picture out of that.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you can take it to the next level, but it does involve a little bit of homework and realizing, okay, here's, some, here's the plan. So maybe come up with a plan. Here's what we could do to, to, to spice things up a little bit. And I would suggest that you post uh, three or four times a week. If if you can, I think that would be very active. And then even if you're posting about a series, a message series coming up, you know, you can do something like that. Uh, but do it in a timely fashion and then maybe uh, have something in text that's going to entice people to come. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that it's not just an ad per se, but it's like, you know, uh, maybe the values, learn about our values or what we believe is important and why we think this is important. And, you know, try to to look at maybe some creative ways to write some text to go along with the picture. Yeah, there's a
1: whole art behind how to write good um, subject lines or good uh, taglines and things.
0: But again, getting back to what we said here, and that is you want to do it, you want to do it on a regular basis. You want to post on a frequently and you want to, to really make it, uh, uh, something. So it's not stale. It's not just, you know, there it is. And we forgot about it. Kind of a deal. All
1: right. So the next topic we're going to talk about is, or the next suggestion is to interact with people.
0: This is what a lot of people fail to do is, is you post something and then maybe somebody will pop in and say they like it or, uh, they, they will make a comment about the post, but then nothing else happens. So I would suggest, again, Facebook has a great way of showing you feeds. They'll they and you can get feeds to your phone that somebody responded to a post. You can, you know, check it maybe once a day after you post and see if somebody's responded and then try to interact. I mean, that's one of our big things with what we do with our company is we're real big on interactivity. Right, streaming and mobile apps and all that stuff, even our websites, and so, uh, you know, interacting you is a good thing. Get a
1: conversation going. Yeah, get the whatever's... conversation
0: going. Especially if it's something you know. I don't think it's wrong to even post something controversial. You know, uh, as long as it's in good taste and you're not maybe slamming somebody, but if it, if it's you know, and then you get some discussion going, and then you know, interact with that, and maybe mm-hmm. even share that post with somebody else. But if you don't interact, that you're kind of you're losing out on that as well. And so, interactivity is is again, it's social networking. So, social means interacting with people, you know, being involved with people. And right. so, uh, and that's also true when it comes to people liking your page. You put together a Facebook page, somebody likes it. Uh, it's I don't think it's bad at all to respond to that person and say, "Hey, thanks for liking our page,"
1: mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, anyway. so it's all about just keeping some life. In the page,
0: right? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Through regular posts, and then as people interact, you interact with them as well.
0: All right. So we've got uh, uh, post frequently,
1: interact with people. What's the third? So the third suggestion here is encourage your members to interact with the page. Uh, So you've got people in your congregation, and
0: I would venture to say, even if you've got an older crowd, you have people now that are on computers that are on Facebook and i would i would make it a point to uh post your facebook address on your in your bulletin if you're still using a bulletin uh i in fact i would even on any of your stationery uh, i would post your social you know your your social links and if you've got facebook uh if you don't have a facebook uh, uh url uh you can go to facebook and you can actually uh, create a url for your page in fact, if you don't do that, it's usually just a bunch of numbers. So I would encourage you to create a URL and then post it uh, in different places. Uh, in, you know, literature, information about your church.
1: Yeah, and all basically in all your communications, right? You're gonna yeah. any of the communications you're putting out there, you want to go ahead and post. You know, I, check I, us out on Facebook as well. So I are ways will. to, uh, yeah. and then also encourage people to get involved right. at those locations. Yeah.
0: Uh, and and again, getting back to posting, you know, your communications. I mean, uh, you know, on, on my email address, uh, on my little signature on my email, I have, you know, our face, our streaming church TV's Facebook page. I have a Twitter account, and those kind of things. And they're 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 neatly in there, so they look fairly decent. And they're not overwhelming to people, but mm-hmm. it gives people an opportunity to click. And they can like your page or maybe be involved in your page, so yeah, uh, interact. I would encourage people occasionally to do it, maybe not every weekend, but uh, if you're making announcements, maybe have a slide if you have uh, if you if you do your announcements where somebody just gets up and talk, uh, hopefully you're not spending a lot of time making announcements. Mm-hmm. we've covered that before, but you know occasionally mention, hey, we have a Facebook page if you haven't been there lately, check it out. Uh, you know, if you have for a while, you know, if you, if you are on Facebook, like our page or, or, uh, uh, you know, again, the pastor might post something that's, that's would be stimulating, you know, he could point people to Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. And so interacting. Yeah, you may
1: post something and say, if you don't agree, then go to our Facebook page. Or if you do agree, then right. let's take up the conversation there.
0: Yeah, because and what happens is that becomes kind of viral, so to speak. More and more people get involved in that thing, and uh, you get, you know, you get a lot of people uh, involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, so interacting with people, encouraging your members to interact with the page. Uh, what's the fourth point? So next on our
1: list, highlight <laughs> outreach events. <clears throat>
0: Excuse me. Highlight outreach events. Now, I think this is really good. And again, if you really want new people to come to your church, it, it doesn't stop with Facebook. Ideally, you should be reaching out to the community as much as possible. And when you do this, be sure to highlight highlight it on your Facebook page and let people know, you know your church is going to be there. So again, uh, if you've got something going on, an, an event, uh, find an image or create an image so that you have an image tied in with your
1: your with the post. event.
0: Yeah. And, and you know it's easy to do that. Now you can you can you don't have to have Adobe Premiere editor to do some of this. You can use Paint, you can use GIMP, you can use different programs to actually make a nice image. You can use it on your Facebook page, you can use it on maybe if you have slides that you show Sunday morning, you can put it on different different platforms. I
1: right. I know a lot of churches will create graphics for each of their series they're going through. So kind of in the same light, right? You just have an outreach event. Let's create a, a graphic that's going to represent that outreach event and then use it right. in all your material and you know, including yeah. in your Facebook post about the event.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Some of the stuff you're doing here when, you know, we talked at the very beginning about how it can be overwhelming with all these different platforms, but you know, if you can create certain graphics, you can use them on multiple platforms. Right. <coughs> I need something to drink here. Um, so, um, Facebook icons is is the other point, so number four was highlight outreach events. The fifth one is put your Facebook icon everywhere now we kind of touched on that a few minutes ago in your communication All but right. uh, you should you should really have uh, let people know on everything <laughs> you have that you have Facebook uh, just like you would put your church 's address your church's service times uh let people know you've got uh, this link to them that they can connect with,
1: right? And and
0: um, and if you do that, uh, you're going to find more and more people involved.
1: Yeah, one of the things I was watching um, TV recently, and I noticed there was an advertisement for some company, and they on their like ending splash screen, they had a Facebook icon. And I was thinking, what? you know, there was no way for me to click on that Facebook icon and it didn't have the address for their, it was just an advertisement, in my opinion, you know, it looked like it was an advertisement for Facebook within the advertisement for Coca-Cola or whatever it was. And, um, but it just, I think it, it sends a message that you can find us on Facebook. So even if, um, you know, if they don't even have the address or there's no way for me to click in a TV commercial.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. So... Here's one that I think is really important as we talk about this, and that is have one person responsible, mainly one person, maybe have a backup person. Uh, if you can coordinate well and you can communicate well, maybe you can have a couple people responsible, but at least have one person responsible for the Facebook interactions. All
1: right. And this does a couple of things. I mean, the shared accountability is no accountability, right? right. So this, this is this also will establish some accountability for, you know, who's in charge for keeping up with our social media piece. And plus it 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 kind of narrows those guys, you can give it to somebody that's going to be gifted in that area that enjoys that sort of thing as well, rather than saying, Oh everybody, you know, remember to make your Facebook posts. This way you can kind of get things focused and directed and kind of you can create a uh, kind of a vibe as well if you channel it through a particular person Right. that would have typically would have some skills in this arena so they'd know how to you know put together the inviting posts and that sort of right. thing
0: yeah i'd encourage to fi- find somebody that's um, you know obviously got some passion and somebody that understands what you're trying to do because you, you, you know we mentioned this earlier but you, i mean you don't want a bunch of crazy stuff on there that doesn't make sense or looks ugly or
1: just, or goes in several directions too. You don't want, you know, posts say, oh, this, and then something that says just the opposite.
0: Yeah. And, and, uh, and the other thing about having one main person responsible, you know, that person, uh, is, the, is your go-to person. If you have a lot of different people posting sometimes, uh, and I've seen this and, and, you know, we can get into this in another message, but, or another podcast, but <clears throat> if you're, if you post one thing at a time, don't sit there and post three or four different things all in the same city. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've seen a lot of people get excited about this idea, which hey, is uh... great. But then they post a bunch of stuff all at once. And so what happens is that overwhelms people. And you, if you get this in your feed, if you like the page and somebody's posting three or four different things or more, I've seen it happen. It's like, you know, this is just too much stuff for right. the other person to look at. So, so maybe spread it out a little bit. And, and again, if you have one person who understands that, then, you know, maybe post. If you really do have a lot of great information, then maybe do it twice a day. You know, or three times at the max, but not all at one sitting. If you do that, uh, you're going to overwhelm people. Uh, while we got some time here, Steve, one of the things I think that a lot of times people forget about is is since we're talking about the Facebook page, uh, go to your Facebook page and and if you're the administrator, hopefully, go there and look it over real closely and see if it's up to date with uh, details about your church. Uh, you know, maybe you might want to consider changing the uh, the, the uh, uh, I want to say the cover page, it's not really the cover, but the banner page, the banner that you have, the image, it's on the yeah. top there. Right. I'm getting real technical here because I can't remember what it's called. But <laughs> I know, I'm the image that, I'm... that that you have, you know, check and make sure it, it looks good. Make sure that maybe you want to, want to freshen it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going going to really start using Facebook to reach people, which again we encourage you to do this, uh, then I would say go through it with a fine tooth comb and look at you know are your yeah. service times correct? You know, did your service times change you know a while back and you forgot to update it
1: right and there's i mean there's companies out there that will offer their services to go in and kind of give your Facebook page a makeover as well.
0: There are companies out there, uh, and, and so, you know, if you don't have the time, you could certainly use that. It, it may be worth it if you're really going to take it seriously. If oh, you're
1: really – yeah, that um, means investing some serious – It, it um,
0: does. You know, it may not be that much. I don't know what the prices are. Um, but, yeah, but, but it's, it's – it's, it's one of these things where a lot of times, you know, if the page doesn't look good, the initial page doesn't look good because the images on the front are weird, or they don't fit, you know, or the graphics aren't right. Uh, then that's that's going to discourage people right away. But it, but go through it and check, you know, to make sure that your contact information, you know, there's ways you can put videos on your page. You know, take a look at those things and see if maybe you can put some of those on there uh, that are are short and concise, that are accurate that are going to give people a good experience. Kind of like, you know, we've talked about your web page. We've talked about your website. You know, you want to go in there and make sure it's fresh. You want to make sure it's the links are working. You want to make sure the information is up to date. Same way with your Facebook page. Uh, Make sure it's up. And again, this is not this. Some of you are saying, oh, this is overwhelming. This is overwhelming. Just take it one bite at a time. Schedule it, set it up, do it. And then if you can do it on a regular basis, uh, you'll find some interaction, and you'll find some response. And uh, uh, there's there's other networks out there. We can talk about those later. Uh, Instagram is coming on strong. Uh, something you might consider doing. Uh, the SEO apparently for Pinterest is high. Uh, again, you might consider if you've got somebody in your church that does graphics or does a lot likes to take pictures, likes to take a lot of photography.
1: And maybe we'll be- uh, dedicate one of these shows because each of the different products are going to have a different demographic because exactly. they're going to. Yeah. Facebook's probably the broadest. It is.
0: That's uh, why and
1: we probably the best target for churches um, right now because yeah, Instagram I think is going to be really popular in the tweens and, and beyond. Um, so Pinterest is going to have its own demographic. Right. So yeah, maybe we'll talk about some of that.
0: And even LinkedIn has some value. LinkedIn has value, maybe not so much for the church, but for the pastor, mm-hmm. uh, for the people on staff. Right. They're uh, all going to have
1: the, their own little uh, demographic yeah. that they're going yeah. to apply to. But,
0: but don't be overwhelmed by this, you know, but start somewhere. And we would recommend if if you're not really actively involved with Facebook, get involved with Facebook. Start using it and, you know, make sure people see that you have a Facebook page on your website. And as we said earlier, on all your communication And you'll start to see some ways that people will start connecting. So, all right, good. So, uh, we're just about out of time here. So, um, ways to get a hold of us. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, or maybe you have some feedback on this deal. How can people get a hold of us? So,
1: one primary way, support at streamingchurch.tv. Support at streamingchurch.tv. You
0: can can always check out our website, streamingchurch.tv, or churchapplive.com. And also, myflock.com. And actually, when you go to our websites, you can actually chat. There's a, uh, if, if one There's of our uh,
1: customer support chat yeah, there, yeah. If, so if, if typically can, during business hours. Yeah, so, yeah. You can
0: chat with us or you have questions. And so we'd love to hear from you. And again, uh, give us a review on iTunes. Uh, Church Solutions Podcast is what this is called. And iTunes will help you. Uh, you can go through and help us give us some ideas on what on how we're doing, the direction we're going. Okay. Awesome. So, folks, thanks for listening to this edition of Church Solutions Podcast. Uh, He is Steve Lacey. I am Phil Thompson. And uh, we will catch you next time. Have yourself a great day.